You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll take a glass together and we will lift it to the good life. You're listening to Equity One, a podcast where two friends chat about life, theater, and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Hi, Caleb! Cheers! Welcome to Equity One. Uh, we want to welcome our special guest this week. Mm-hmm. We've uh, Josh Kaufman here. Yes. Woo! Oh, welcome. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We're in between shows right now. Uh-huh. Yep. On a Saturday. What show are you working on right now? Uh, Home for the Holidays. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The August Wilson. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very uh, exciting. Christmas, basically, just like a Christmas concert. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. fun. It's all the songs that you want to hear around Christmas time. <laughs> exactly. It really is. Exactly. And there's nothing like going, you know, doing something Christmassy in New York. It's right. like the best. Exactly. Yeah. Have you, now you don't live here, right? Right. So, so have you like, have you spent Christmas in the city before? Yeah, actually when I was here three years ago um, doing Pippin, mm-hmm. I was here at pretty much the same time from like oh, wow. October okay. into January. Okay. So yeah, I got to do the same thing, be here for all the holidays and stuff, which, yeah. is, which is great. So like now you it. have traditions, like what is a Christmas tradition you have now in New York? Uh, <laughs> Christmas traditions. Um, well, uh, I guess one of the traditions is to have my wife and kids come into the city and like all of us jam ourselves into a tiny apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely a different experience. Yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. Uh, but does but your family enjoy coming out? They do. Yeah. yeah. Um, my my wife and I have kind of always said if it if it were just us and we didn't have kids, there's a good chance we would be here. But obviously, yeah. it's it's tough with a bunch of little kids. Oh but, my um, god. But uh, they love coming here too. The the kids like like the city. They like you know yeah. the excitement of it all. So totally, we're really um, Elliot's from Kentucky. I'm from Ohio. Okay, yeah. So, so like we, got our we both grew up with here. the uh, the open fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lots of space. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they're cool visiting like for a couple of days and being like in the tiny apartment. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When well, it's yeah. super magical, the city at Christmas. Like yeah. it's it's tight, but there's lots of cool stuff to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us how you like started singing. Like what? Like what? How did it? Like how did you find your voice as a kid? Um. Well, my I, I come from a pretty musical family. My my grandmother on my mom's side was a music teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was a music teacher, and then uh, did music for a, a church. And then uh, my mom and dad actually met each other playing in a band together. Um, so they, it's just kind of always been there from the time I was really little when I was like four years old my mom would like write these songs for me that, to sing in church and she'd sit me up on the upright piano and I and play for me and I'd sing and so I just kind of always have done it and and uh, with her being she was a a vocal major in college mm-hmm. and with her doing that and being a music teacher I kind of you know learned from her like sure. the, the, the appropriate ways to sing uh, and all yeah, music yeah. theory and uh-huh. all that stuff it just that was always kind of a part of life growing up so, yeah yeah it was just always there i think that's so interesting when it like it seems like music is a bit genetic my yeah you know i came from a musical family too yeah. my mother played piano and sings and so it's interesting when it's like in you like something else it seems like you you couldn't have gotten away from it if you wanted to exactly i mean you definitely meet those people who are like 
they'll tell you like I'm the only one. You know, like nobody sure. else cares sure. about this, but I love it. Yeah. yeah, which happens. But yeah, I mean, I I hear stories about people. You know, way back, I guess I had like I don't know if it was like a great great uncle or something who like mm-hmm. was has this whole book of hymns that he wrote and he oh, would wow. he was a travel he would travel around and sing and that was his thing sure. like he just apparently was a, this phenomenal musician um yeah it's just kind of in in the genes for sure yeah nice have you instilled in your children like singing or are you kind of just like it's there and you sing at home or are you like wanting like yeah it's it, there the oldest one of my kids is nine um and so they're the the oldest couple are kind of starting kind of starting to see you know how much interest they're gonna have in mm-hmm. it and how much how much talent they have and um my oldest loves music she loves singing she loves she we're you know she wants to we're starting piano lessons and all of that and uh and she really likes my my son who's next is kind of like more reserved about it uh-huh. but like and he doesn't like let on about it but every now and then like we'll, we'll be sitting like they'll everybody will be singing the song and he'll like uh break out like a harmony part like just on his own you know like he's trying to hide it but uh-huh. okay so uh, so yeah and they all seem to have like an interest and in, in an ability there too yeah yeah is your wife musical at all um she she's artistic more um in a, a visual side she's always like okay. loved music uh-huh. and and she has she's kind of the same way she has a little more musical talent than she would let Let's you know like <laughs> she, uh, she can she can carry a tune pretty well but um but yeah, she she has a degree in uh, a graphic design and loves like visual arts and stuff like that. So oh, cool. Yeah. So so there's definitely like an artistic. Oh household. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, my mom would give us instruments as kids, and they didn't last stay around very long. Like we had an accordion. Oh wow. And a tambourine, and, and you know, you always get like your recorder in third uh-huh, grade. Right. Oh yeah. No, we just had like we had, of course, like a big piano yeah. Yeah. in our living room that my mom would like practice for, for like whatever she was playing sure. with the we worship band at church that <laughs> yeah. week. Um, but uh, so so you grew up in Florida, yeah, and then moved to Virginia halfway through high school. Okay, right? and finished high school there took a couple years off and stayed there before I went to college. I went to college in Indiana. Okay. And And never thought I would stay in Indiana. And I have. And And you studied music in college. Um, I started out as a music major. I, I started out as a vocal performance major and then decided not to stick with that and went to music business and decided not to stick with that and ended up a philosophy major. I actually did like master's okay. work in philosophy too. So interesting. What I mean, you said your your mother was involved with the church. So yeah. is that where that kind of stemmed from? Or Maybe to some, I mean, I definitely come from like a religious family, but I just always kind of like been. That's like you know asking questions. Yeah, and, sure. And wanting to like those you know really big questions. So and I was just once I took a. I took my an intro to philosophy class in uh, in college, and I was just like, oh, I love this, you know. And it it felt like more education just for the sake of education, you know, just sure, like, yeah. just because I, t- I felt like I was really getting something out of it, whether it was like I'm gonna go get a job with this, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's always cool when you get in college. I enjoyed going to the classes that I picked that I really wanted to be in because you worked harder, you tried harder, yeah. you actually like learn more, right, right, and get more out of it. Exactly, mm-hmm. and especially if you were musical already. You know, it's something you can do outside of that, but you can't, it's more difficult to teach yourself philosophy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's kind of what my mindset was. It was like, as I was doing music s- stuff, I, I got so much of it was like, well, I've already You know, I, I'd rather spend my time doing something that I don't have a background in, that I don't yeah. have all this knowledge already about and yeah. kind of delve into that so uh, it, i definitely uh philosophy continues to always be kind of a, a side thing for me that i i stay interested in cool yeah so like uh how did you get from like philosophy to like your journey with uh reality tv and stuff like well, how, <laughs> i don't think that's kind of funny like oh, that's too like it's kind of absurd <laughs> yeah <laughs> well because because well, um, if people don't know, you won your season of The Voice, right? And but you, you that wasn't your first experience on reality TV. No, it wasn't. I actually, when I was sixteen, um, 
right after we had moved to Virginia, my uh, my sophomore year in high school, um, I auditioned for. I, I, it's kind of a funny story. I went to my no, it was, it was my junior year. That's when it was. It was my junior year in high school. I went to my junior year prom, and. Um, all my friends were like, Josh, while well, the band's taking a break, go play a song. And I was like, ah, whatever. And so like, we, they went up and asked, they went up and asked if I could sing. And I was like, okay. So I used the guy's keyboard and played some song that I had written. And, uh, and, uh, apparently the, the bass player was in the back and he was like, Hey, are you guys playing a CD? And they're like, no, it's some kid out there playing and singing. So he's like, record that. And so he recorded it on a cassette mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how long ago that was and um and then came and found me afterwards and said hey i do some of the help with uh talent searching for the show star search um ed mcmahon star search would you like yeah. to try out for that and i was like well yeah sure let's let's give it a shot i'd kind of grown up watching that show oh, sure like, that was the show back yeah. in like yeah, the yeah. 80s 90s so um so yeah i uh I auditioned and um, such a different process back then we like basically just uh, recorded a video of me singing a song in a studio sent it in and they got back and said yeah you're on the show like oh wow such a, like, so much easy. different yeah. of a process than what I did for the voice but um, yeah but yeah so then I, I was on a couple episodes of that and ended up getting beat out the third third show I was on uh-huh. yeah Star Search was always interesting to me because it was always like so many, it's, you know, so many different like things. Categories. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like what America's Got Talent kind of yeah. does. Yeah. How, yeah. how like, can you compare all of those things? Yeah, to, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they had like, they had the categories they had and they categories. had winners from each category. Oh. So it was like, yeah. Male vocalist. But then they female vocalist. Against, yeah. Teen vocalist. Mm-hmm. Child vocalist. Dance, like it was Dan- just like, yeah. yeah. Dance mm-hmm. team, like spokesmodel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, it was so interesting. Like, yeah. and then, well, and we'll talk about that because I want to move to talk about the voice because I get so confused. <laughs> I feel like there are so many rules and like like teams, the teams and it's and like you're beat out and, and then you get stolen and then right. you're saved and then you're like not on a team like you're so, so <laughs> talk Give about that like talk notes. about what oh, yeah, yeah. that was like were you ever like wait where am I like whose team am I on like what am I doing <laughs> this week mm-hmm. you know it's like I so I going back before any of that mm-hmm. I was definitely like always the guy who was like I will never go on one of those shows like I'm not sure I'm not gonna do that and and I mean I just I've never really been like a reality television watcher or anything like mm-hmm. that sure. but as I kind of got older and had tried a few things and tried to be like the responsible adult and I'm having kids and I'm trying to uh-huh. like find other things yeah. to do I kind of came to this point where I was like I have to keep doing music mm-hmm. and but I can't be the guy who's just going out and touring around and not making any money because yeah. I have a family. And, sure. And so I kind of was looking for, like, well, how can I jumpstart this? And, and, and that seemed like a possible way to Absolutely. do that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, you know, did the whole audition process, um, did the open call auditions and went through the whole thing and ended up making it to the blind auditions. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, yeah, so once I got on the show, I was like, okay, like you said, like there's a lot to it. So I was like, I need to kind of figure out what this is about. So I watched the entire there's, season prior to sure, my you're like, you know? okay, come on. <laughs> Where you're like, okay, there's... What there's, am I auditioning for? And then it's like, and it's so interesting too how they like, I mean, obviously it's a produced reality show, so they have to like create storylines yeah. and do all this stuff. Yeah. So it's a huge part of it. So like, I think in the, part of the battles, it's like, well, that's not necessarily fair. Like the, the, these people get put on this song... Yeah. And then, like, but, but I mean, that's what, you know, that's what they're making. They're making yeah. a show with storylines that I we have know. to follow. Exactly. So what was, I mean, what was that experience like? Um, it was, it was interesting. I feel like, I feel like it's a different experience for everybody who does it because, you know, I, I think I had the advantage of, I had a pretty good built in real story sure. that like people liked. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the like, like family guy family who's guy. a little bit older who's been like teaching kids, you know, sure. as a tutor and now he's like trying to like make that last stab at it and 
And you know, like, it, and and they yeah. like played that up, and I was like, yeah, that. And it, like, it was the easiest me because I was like, well, that's that's right. what's happening. Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't have to like create the story, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, I mean, and you know, I kind of like, you know, always put you know worked that into any of the interviews or anything. And, and there's a there's so much. I mean, you know, they do, I think they do a good job of like building those stories and mm-hmm. putting that in and and they spend a ton of time I mean the amount of time that would go into interviews and things that would be cut down to just this little like sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know was Reaction. crazy <laughs> yeah um, but uh, you know I just I, I, I kind of yeah it is it is a weird it, I think the whole the whole idea of like a competitive show like that is a little bit strange because you don't really ever want music to feel like a competition sure <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. yeah so totally. much of it, I mean you know have those like battle rounds and all of us who would do it would talk about that and be like well it doesn't it doesn't feel like a battle like we're just yeah. going up there and singing a song together and letting this person pick Say, which one yeah. of us they want sure exactly yeah <laughs> which is it's it, and that's interesting about the voice because it's one of the only ones that like does that kind that pits of battle, people yeah, against yeah. each other where you're like yeah. you're on a the same team as each other, but they're like weeding that team down. Yeah, right. it's strange. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. so I think that's an interesting. Uh, I think it's an interesting take on like the reality, like you know, the reality competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the the um, the because the um, the audience votes don't even come into play right until until like the final. T- well, sure, which yeah. is really interesting. I mean, you know, we see that with the other shows, like you know, they have their like, like American Idol has their Hollywood round where they like, right. weed it down. But yeah, it's just it's just interesting to me. What um, I'm I'm obsessed with like how reality shows are produced. <laughs> um, what did what sh- what surprised you the most that you maybe like didn't see from your knowledge of reality shows, like or like. What surprised you the most about like what it went into a week learning a song, coaching with someone? Um, I, I guess the biggest thing was like I was saying, just the the amount of time that went into all of the mm-hmm. non music stuff. Like, um, interesting. Yeah, we're gonna sure. sit here and we're all gonna line up and we're gonna like take you one at a time and do these like long interviews and and they then want we're gonna go them. here on this setting and yeah, it's just a lot of like. Sure. Going from place to place and waiting and uh, yeah, a lot be- beyond just here's your song, let's learn this music and write yeah. and rehearse it. Which yeah, there was a lot of time that went into that too, for sure. Of course. Um, but I think the bit most surprising thing was just how much work they put into it that doesn't have to do with the music. Right. What sort of like um, feedback would you get from like Usher and Adam? Like what? Like what's some like cool things that you still take away from them, or like? How much coaching were you actually like, getting from them? Yeah, I, I think the the thing that I I still I do really still think about this uh, when I'm when I'm like performing and doing things. I, I, I that I I got more from Usher because I really spent more of my time with on him. the show yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, He's obviously such a ridiculous performer. Yeah, like I mean, super talented. Yeah, 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 super talented vocalist, but but he's a really he's good performer. Dancer, he's mm-hmm. yeah. charismatic. Yeah, and and that's really where he focused with me. He was kind of like, I'm happy you, where your voice is is good. Like, sure. yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, singing yeah. the songs well, but let's let's talk about like connecting with the audience and yeah. finding those moments in the song to like really like maybe oversell like how much you're putting into this you know like, <laughs> yeah. right work for it a little bit yeah, yeah. show that you're working right. for it yeah, yeah exactly and, and he just little things i remember one thing he that he was he was upset about because the show wouldn't wouldn't let him coach me to do it but he likes he likes to when he's on tv or something to find a camera and just like really play yeah. directly to it and the show's like no we don't do that here you don't play straight to the camera interesting yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it, but it's so it's so true. I mean, it's it's speci- especially yeah. when it's like, I mean, it is a visual. It's literally right. visual. You know, it's a television yeah. program that you have to like sell it visually, and that's exactly. not just about uh, listen to on your. It's not just about the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think that was the biggest takeaway for me was was having a chance to to learn from somebody who was such a uh, a good all-around performer and talk about those those aspects of things connecting yeah. with the audience making the eye contact finding somebody getting them into it and, and just really like thinking about that and not just being 
a musician, you know? Sure. So do you take that into, like, you can do that on, like, tours and stuff, like concert tours, but do you, what do you do during a Broadway show? Like, because uh, do you try and connect with the audience that way, or, like... Well, I mean, obviously it would depend on what the, the show, show is. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, exactly. I mean, like, yeah. Home yeah. Holidays is more, like... It's a concert. Yeah, like, so, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a concert. so it, it really does come into play yeah. for that. Um, and, and it's interesting because Pippin also is very like presentational. Uh, it's very it's presentational because yeah. you're you know you're the true putting on the show. Exactly, exactly, and especially being Pippin, mm-hmm. who's like trying to figure out how to be in the show. You know, like right. oh, you sure. still can sort of make a little bit of connection with the audience. Yeah. Uh, there was definitely a little bit of that. Yeah. What are so so you win the voice? Mm-hmm. You immediately you pretty much you very quickly go into doing Pippin, am I right? Pretty, yeah, I, I won in May. They contacted me over the summer, and I started end of October. So pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Did um, you ever, like, want to be on Broadway, or was it just kind of, like, came about, and you're like, oh, yeah, that'd Yeah, be cool. you know, it's, it's really interesting, because it's, um, like... Broadway and musicals are something that I grew up with. My both my my grandmother and my mother, who were the music teachers, like were they loved that stuff, you know. And I grew up, I grew up with it, and you know, I did stuff in high school and things sure. like that. But it it just wasn't the like the route I ended up like focusing on. Yeah, you know, totally. you kind of yeah. have to yeah. pick a lane and exactly. And, go for and, it, yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I I became the the piano player, guitar player, singer, singer songwriter kind mm-hmm. of thing, and that's and that's what I really focused on. So it was never, you know, at the time it wasn't it wasn't a a an active like in my mind goal of like this is something I need to do. Yeah. Partly because it was just I hadn't focused on that, and partly because I wouldn't have ever thought it was an opportunity that would arise. You know, sure, I, it would, right. it, you know, generally it would take so much work to get to that point and to mm-hmm. put aside all the other stuff that I had been focusing on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's kind of an interesting too because it wasn't like I was trying to get there, but at the same time, the moment I heard about it and my manager contacted me and said, so um, you just got a message through our, your website that seems legit, like it's from <laughs> a Broadway show and they want you to be part of it. I, was, I immediately was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, if that's real, like, I can't say no to that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know? What were the, what were the, um, what were the challenges that you found, like, going, going into the show? Because, of course, replacements go in very quickly. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah, I basically had a little less than a month to... Yeah. to lead up to it and then mm-hmm. you know, did the put in um, it was uh, well the funny thing is they, they brought me out initially to um, to look at the leading player part oh really huh. yeah yeah that's that's what I had prepared for I had prepared those songs and those lines and and as we did got did you practice it, your Fosse did you do it <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, but as we got into it they started like kind of just watching me and they're like uh, somebody, I can't remember who it was in the room, was like, don't you think he would do well at Pippin? And and they were like, yeah, let's try that. And so all of a sudden, oh, I wow. was like singing Corner of the Sky, and, yeah. <laughs> which I hadn't prepared at all. And um, and that's and that's what they ended up de- deciding yeah, wow. to go with, um, which was, it worked out really well. And obviously, I think the biggest... Um, uh, the biggest challenge, especially you know, just for that particular show, was the physical aspect yeah, of the right. show. Just, uh, I mean, having to participate with those the ridiculous acrobats, yeah. incredible, <laughs> and do amazing. some of that stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot. I remember uh, uh, there's one one part where I'm like. The, the song is just so physical and I'm climbing up and coming across and sliding down and do a you know somebody pushes me up over and I do a backflip mm, yeah, and uh-huh. a Russian bar and they push me up off of that and I'm yeah. singing all the while I remember the first time I got done and finished the song I was like I can't possibly keep breathing yeah <laughs> but like, of course somehow I figured out how to go on and yeah. it got easier the, the longer I did it but um, yeah it was it's, it is such a such a physical part and physical show. I think that was the biggest challenge to 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 get through all of that. As a replacement, sometimes you get rushed through the process a little bit. But did you get to work at all with Diane Paulus or uh, Stephen Schwartz in like 
Yeah, a little, a little bit. I mean, most of you know, most of the preparation was you know me and the uh, piano player and the stage manager, and he mm-hmm. read all the other parts and oh, I said, sure. you know, and, the, and in a studio, um, and occasionally they would bring in. Um, you know, one of the understudies to do a part, a part, yeah, a scene sure. with me. Um, but uh, yeah, I did get a couple opportunities, especially as it got close um, to being the end of, of that time, to, to uh, get notes from Diane Paulus, which is so, great. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. she's uh, amazing mm-hmm. and was super helpful. And and then of course, as it got closer, I had a, a little bit of time to like you know uh, work with a couple of the principals. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So did you did you, were you opposite Rachel B. Jones? Yeah. In it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Tony Award winner yeah. Rachel yeah. B. Jones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So um, so musicians you know tour a lot. That's a big part of like bringing in you know making a career in music. And you come up to New York and you do shows on Broadway. What is it like balancing your family life? We talked about this, you yeah. know, briefly at the beginning. But right. What's it like balancing a family life in Indianapolis while you are also touring and coming up and doing jobs in New York? I'm sure you're in LA too. Yeah. Like, what is it? What is it? What are what are the challenges you see there? And um, yeah, how do you how do you balance it? Because I think it's something people struggle with. Oh, for sure, it's yeah. it's difficult, and it in a way though, it's just kind of like. A, a different challenge than than what was there before like before sure. I did any of this because um, you know like I, when I was before I did the voice I was I was working I made about half of my living doing music and playing mm-hmm. shows and doing studio vocal work and stuff and then about half I, I was a tutor for like SAT ACT sure. LSAT, GMAT GRE test prep stuff yeah and um and so, you know, when I had to do any of that stuff, I had to be gone from home, and sometimes I was gone all evening. So even though I'm home, like I still, there were still times when I didn't see my kids yeah, and sure. my wife a lot. Um, now it's like, so here I am in New York for six weeks, and they'll be out here uh, for when they can get away from school. Oh, I'll sure, see them course. a little yeah. bit, but it's long chunks of time. But when I'm home, there's more. I can be home. You know, yeah. I can really oh, sure. do things yeah. with them and. And spend time with my kids and go to soccer games and things yeah, like that. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's it's just kind of a trade off, I think. It's it's the rather than the time being dispersed out across the entire year, it's just mm-hmm. these chunks of time where it's like, okay, you guys know I'm gonna have to be gone. It's hard, you know. They, yeah. they cry and I'm like, no, don't cry. Because <laughs> <I'll be back." laughs> they're young. They're really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, it's hard for them to to have me. Yeah. take off especially because when I am home I'm I'm able to be really involved really? Yeah. And so they're sure. used to that you know they get used to that and then it's like that's gone for a little while it's tough but you just you know everybody it's a challenge either way you just kind of have to have to balance it out and that's that's the way I look at it is that like I have to I have to put up with with not seeing them for chunks of time so that I can have this time with them when, when I can really focus on it right that's great yeah on and off um, what like what are some other opportunities have opened up to you since like having this kind of I don't know, like fame like because doors open up to you like, yeah, it's a, from it's that. a platform you can use yeah to, you can use it to like elevate yourself and some things that you want to have change or things that you want to push forward what like as far as like um like causes that you're um that you think are important or like work pieces of your own work that you're like able to promote more sure um i mean you know obviously doing this has has opened up doors for you know to uh, musical opportunities and things like that um but the one thing i mean that i that's kind of like almost like not materialized but i'm trying to like focus on those things is what you're talking about like causes or things like that like i i really i feel like I'm I'm inadequately using using my like the space that I'm in right now to be able to kind of promote some of those. I'm, so I'm trying to find ways to to use the music that I'm making and and the the platform that I occasionally have to like uh, to to focus on some of those things. I, I being uh, uh, having the background in philosophy, I focused mm-hmm. a lot on. Um, on uh, ethics uh, in my studies and especially in graduate school and uh, really um, spent a lot of time studying uh, people like uh, P. 
Peter Singer and, and uh, have a I'm I'm vegan mostly because of animal ethics and, mm-hmm. and have a lot of uh, you know I've done a lot of reading as far as that kind of stuff goes and as far as like uh, our our obligations to the poor um, mm-hmm. especially in other countries who uh, who uh, you know don't have the opportunities that we have and, and so I, I'm definitely like I've spent a lot of time and just recently really trying to think like what can I do like you know to to use you know music or concerts or anything to, to kind of support those causes better um, so that's something something that hasn't materialized yet but I really I really am kind of focused on that and I think the maybe the last year's political yeah, situation yeah. Uh-huh, has yeah. kind of made me think more about those things too. Everyone thinks about like, yeah. what can I do to just make daily life better? Yeah, yeah. yeah. to make yeah. the world, you yeah, know, to contribute, totally. to contribute to the world and make it a better place and make it, you know, put your stamp on it and say like, I, I did my best to make this a better place, yeah. you know, by being here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We, I, we don't even have to use this question, but I'm just curious because you talked about your focus, a lot of your focus being on the ethics and with your philosophy background. Um, there's in our in the entertainment industry, there's a lot um, there's a lot of like um, controversy about uh, the ethics and our kind of like way of doing business. Sure. Um, and especially we're big we're big fans of Kesha, and so her her kind of um, ethical battle in the industry yeah. has been like a big thing in the past few years. I don't know. I don't know if even that's a question. Is there is there like are you asking? Do you? I mean, do you? Do you see that in the music industry, like this ethical dilemma, or is it like an? Or is are they more isolated, or is yeah. it more widespread? Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't I, have to use this. Yeah, right? no. Everything's editable too. No, so I, I, I have a. I mean, yeah, I have a really tough time within the entertainment industry and working within it and trying to like find the right way to go about that because I do feel like so many of the people you come across are crooked and it's Mm -hmm. so cutthroat and and you know everybody's trying to find their angle and how Mm -hmm. can they make their money off of what you're doing yeah yeah. well it's a business too but you're just like you can still be a good business right exactly (laughs) exactly so i mean and i think something that i think is you know that obviously the music business in particular doesn't love but i think that may change some of that is just the way that the music industry is changing right now and how it's you know there there are these opportunities to to distribute your music and get it into people's Uh shares without without that that structure that yeah i mean look at chance the rapper he's like huge and like does you know Jojo only releases things by herself yeah, now. Like exactly. You know, I mean, Taylor Swift like doesn't have Spotify and like she's on Yeah, I mean there's ways to take it into your control. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I mean I guess what the the weekend started with like YouTube videos yeah. and then and got going from there. I mean yeah, I mean you can you can kind of the tools are there to to kind of sidestep that sure. that one avenue that had always been the way that you had to go, it's not necessarily the way you have to go yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's kind of encouraging. The the discouraging side of it is that, in a lot of ways, it's harder to make money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, right. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. and it, and it's it, but it's interesting because you know I'll use Kesha as an example because we're obsessed yeah, with her. Yeah. But it's just like. You know, she used her, you know, she, we, this story was very public and she fought for a long time. And then finally, when she was able to make her music on her own, I mean, you know, Rainbow is a huge critical success. It's, you know, she's nominated for two Grammys. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, so there is, there are ways to like, you can, you can like fight it and see, see it through and not like ruin yourself in an industry, which is encouraging. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um... Let's talk about Home for the Holidays. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's, I think it's, we, we both saw the we show. Saw it. You saw it's, it on Sunday and I saw it on Thursday, right? Yeah. Did you see it on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, because I had a double feature. Yeah. Double feature. I know, it's really fun. Yeah. The, the voices are insane. It is, like, yeah, it's you, insane. It's, it's an, talk about that because it's really, I mean, you know, you work, you've worked with uh, your own band and you work like as a solo musician. What is it like to work with all these other like solely musicians that have their own like kind of different backgrounds in what their sure. platform is. Oh, it's mm-hmm. it's so much fun. I mean, that was that was one of the great things about uh, 
being on a show like The Voice is that you just uh, some one of the funnest things was not singing and just getting to watch all of oh, these the ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. and their performances and that's kind of uh, how this is. I mean, I you know, uh, Candace gets up there uh-huh. and, and, yeah. and sings. Uh, what's the the uh, Faith Hill one? The, um, oh, um, where are you, Christmas? Where are you, Christmas? Yeah, okay. so, yeah. I mean, she just kills that and. Uh, Bianca has the moment in uh, we have like a medley of songs where she starts it off and and her her ending is just this like forever held out yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah I mean, it's it's fun to be on stage with yeah. with really talented people and just to kind of like not not only like do your own thing but also to just be kind of, be able to kind of take that in and be like yeah that was awesome you know yeah totally <laughs> i love the band is amazing the band in the show they they're are. kicking ass yeah, like it's great yeah. they really are i mean just yeah every every single one of the musicians is top notch i mean it, everybody who comes out to take a solo it's like phenomenal yeah so, yeah, yeah. It, and they're hams too I yeah, mean, oh, it's really, yeah. <laughs> oh no who was the one guy the uh, upstage left and he's like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> he, he was having so much fun yes for yeah. sure yeah no, I mean it's it's a it's a lot of fun, and of course you get you get the iconic. I know. I was when I came, I was like, "All I want for Christmas is you." Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I t- took it down a, a little bit from Mariah. <laughs> you mean you don't <laughs> sing it in her original key? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's a that's I mean that's a really fun song to sing, and then I do the. Um, the what Christmas means to me, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. which I always love doing Stevie Wonder. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of a. You did some Stevie Wonder on The Voice? I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was one of my. Um, one of the battles, one right? One of my battles yeah, yeah. With, uh, with Delvin Choice, which is actually the point I lost that battle and ended up getting stolen by Usher on that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? What, what, what happened? Full circle. I know, yeah. Here you are seeing Stevie Wonder on Broadway. <laughs> uh-huh. There you go. Well, I'm a I'm a fashion nerd and I love your double-breasted blue a navy oh, dark yeah, blue yeah. with a turtleneck. I'm like that's classy. The, the, like, red, the red jacket is my favorite. Oh, yeah, and and just, like what is it? Like what is the pattern? Uh, it's see. um you know what? Yeah, I don't even. It's, it's silly. Just, I know. Like, we're all kind of fashion, kind of, it's yeah. like uh, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. Everything, but yeah, yeah. that's all. Uh, that's all uh, James, James Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all his stuff. Coming into Frozen, I mean, he's just a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's and I want to talk about your uh, your EP as well. Yeah. yeah, because I think it's like very it's very exciting that to get to like release your own music. Yeah, like, exactly. So, what was your process working on that? Um, um, I actually, when I was done with the voice, um, uh, an old friend of mine got in contact with me. Uh, he he and I were in, went to high school together and had like a band and we played covers and mm-hmm. whatever um, in Virginia. And then I kind of lost touch with him and uh, reconnected like 10 years after high school when I saw that he was signed to a major label and had a little couple solo albums that he put out. Um, but then after that, he started focusing on production and writing. Uh, he goes by the, his name's Will McCauley. That's mm-hmm. how I knew him in high school, but he goes by the name Blue. Um, <laughs> he, he went to Berkeley uh, College of Music and, and had like one like maybe a semester where he dyed his hair blue and, and then stuck. Yeah. that's what his name has been ever Hilarious. since then so <laughs> so but he contacted me and said you know hey i've been doing a lot of writing and producing in los angeles and if you want to work on anything let me know so I, when i first started working on music after the voice i worked with a f- handful of different uh, writers and producers just to kind of see what was working mm-hmm. and not surprisingly i think because we had that like history and background like that was what worked out the best sure. so we ended up doing over over a couple years we we did we probably recorded 15 songs that we co-wrote together and and uh he produced the tracks um and so he produced everything uh on that ep um except for the song uh, avalanche which um was written by uh sasha scarbeck and becky hill and i ended up kind of doing the production on that and then he did some afterwards mm-hmm. extra sure. production um but uh um yeah it's all stuff that i i worked on with him over the course of 
I can't remember. Uh, like uh, we we actually have an, another full album ready to go the, after that too. Right <laughs> so, uh, but but yeah, we worked on that for for quite a while. I'm really happy with all of the all the tracks on there. Um, it kind of covers a, a range of, of sounds and there's a little there's definitely a little Stevie influence on there yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on one of the songs but there's you know there's some kind of like powerful ballads there too um, the first song the first the, the single that we released truth be told from last year was uh, really has this like gospely background yeah and um, um, so yeah it's it's I'm definitely really proud of it and like I said we've got another like 10 song full album ready to go that's more uh, I just I have this total love for like late 80s early 90s like R&B Minneapolis funk kind of stuff sure there's this that a full album of stuff that's kind of rooted in in that that's like got a lot of Janet Jackson Michael Jackson yeah New Jack Swing kind of stuff. Sure. Too. <laughs> yeah. What are like some emotions going into like recording an album? Like I can't like in for like most Broadway shows they do it over like a week maybe. Right. So what's sure. it like? What's the process like? Or what's the process like for you? Like what's a timeline? Um. Yeah, gosh. It. They, there's no. I don't know that I've ever done it where it was set and it's just like this is when it's gonna oh, be so it's done. like we do this show here and it's like yeah, yeah. I just, I've just kind of like gradually collected songs and mm-hmm. I, I, there's de- there's there have definitely been projects where it's like this is what I want it to be mm-hmm. and and over time you know you get those songs together and pick the ones that you want um, but uh, yeah it's it's kind of un guided amorphous sort of yeah. process it just sort of comes together as it comes sure. together and I, I think that's that's one of my favorite things about about making an album and about going into the recording studio is that it is sort of I think one of the, the most exciting parts about it is not so much that it's like hey this is what I want this song to sound like let's make it which more of a process of discovery of yeah. like you do this thing and you're like oh that's amazing yeah. I, yeah. you yeah. know like you're as surprised as anybody that something comes out and you're like oh let's work with that and yeah. then sure. it, it turns into this thing that maybe you never saw happening that's but the coolest it, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's what's really enjoyable about that whole process to me yeah I mean that's interesting because you know our background is in theater and that is like not necessarily the case in like no, working on oh putting, sure putting like, a theater project together right this money and they're like you know, right like, right and sometimes you put up a product that you're not completely happy yeah. with but you're like well like, and and a lot of times you know there's a lot there's a lot of people in control Whereas, mm-hmm. like, when you're working on your music, yeah. they, like, you are you are able to, like, work on it fully. And, yeah. And, um, oh, and that's the nice thing about releasing things independently, too, is I don't yeah. have anybody's say telling me this is how it sure. has to be. Yeah. Um, I can I can make it whatever I need it to be or want it to be or, or whatever it turns out to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So do you ever have that moment of, like that's a wrap, like, we're finished? Or is it always just, like, you know, like, I love that one song that we were working on that we just had to set aside. I can't wait to, like, come back to it later. And is it just always continuous? Or do you ever have a <sighs> moment? Or yeah. a streak on one song yeah. where you're like, oh, yes, I'm, like, this yeah, is... Yeah, like, I, I feel like it's it's a really interesting... The, I'm working on a totally different project that's more acoustic-based right now, too. And one of the... It's with some friends of mine back in Indianapolis. And, and one of the guys... Um, that's working on that with me said they had somebody in the studio uh, in the last few months and he he made a really the way he said something was really really good he said like they were listening to one of the takes that they had done and one of the songs and they're trying to get it all mixed just the right way and it got and they played the they played the most recent mix and he's like he's like yeah that's good he's like I feel comfortable and he's like, that, and that's mm-hmm. that's what it's like when you get it to when you get the song to that point where you can listen and there's no point where you're like, well, wait a minute, there's yeah. something. It's just yeah. like right. comfortable. Yeah. The song is like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, there's like this point, and I think most of the time, the song does get to that point. And sometimes it, when it doesn't, it's so frustrating. But there's like this little thing that like, oh, we need to have this shaker going through this point, and it, sure. once you get that in there, it's like, oh. That's what I needed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can like breathe finally. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do feel like I mean, there, you definitely can always keep working, just like any art. You know, yeah, like yeah, I've, yeah. I have friends who are painters who say that like 
they could just keep layering paint on. Uh, but sometimes yeah. you just have to be like, that's it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. totally. Yeah. I wonder, um, because, you know, Home for the Holidays is a concert, but it's a concert on Broadway. I'm wondering, like, what you find the differences are in, you know, doing, like, a concert on tour, you know, going to different cities every night, different houses kind of thing, and then the difference in doing that in the same space, in the same city for six weeks. And also, is there a difference in... um, Broadway kind of like audiences as opposed to like a concert audience sure uh, it's yeah it's interesting I mean there's not it feels really it feels really similar to doing like a touring concert okay. um, it's not a whole lot different I mean it, you just have the benefit of not having to jump on a bus just go to your apartment and yeah sleep. but um yeah it, it does have this a similar feel to like you're going out there and you're you're putting on this same show for this different group of people and and doing whatever to keep it exciting and maybe changing a little something about how you sing a song just mm-hmm. to kind of like yeah, keep yeah. it exciting for yourself and, sure yeah totally yeah, yeah. but um but as far as the audiences go, um, it's so varied because I think a lot of the people that we're getting, um, and this is good, is the is like people who are tourists who are sure. looking for something like yeah. Christmassy yeah. to do. Hello, you know? it's December in New York. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, you know, I think that certain people who are like they're like your typical Broadway crowd, this might not be their thing. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> but. Um, but I, I think that the audience, for the most part, have have been really responsive, and I think that we've gotten a lot of people who have just kind of like stumbled in and been like, well, let's go check this out, and have been pleasantly surprised, like, oh, that was so great, that was so much better than I even thought it was going to be, you know, like, sure. it's just, it, 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 it's a Christmas concert, you know, yeah. it's a lot of fun, it's a lot of fun songs, it's, it really is, the, and the really good singers, you yeah, know, the yeah. voices are, like, just amazing, and and every like it, it's a lot of variety too. Mm-hmm. It's in yeah, the, in the, the music selections, in the arrangements, yep. and also, I mean, I just think it was really exciting to like just go do something Christmassy. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't, you know, sometimes we get like seasonal offerings in the city, especially in the Broadway community, but not often. Right and here and there. Yeah, that's Christmas something that I think in, is interesting. Know? That like you know people. Christmas in New York is such a thing. Like, yeah. you know, people think of like, oh, I, I want to yeah. experience Christmas in New York. But yeah. then really it's like there's the Radio City show and there's like the Nutcracker mm-hmm. and there's not a lot that, else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Christmas specific. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think it gives it gives people another option. And, and you know, it's, it's that kind of like pop sort of show that, sure. that a lot of people might be looking for that they're not going to find Absolutely. in another yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think that's a. I think it's a good offering to have. Yeah. In yeah. the city in this time, because it's so, it's so, uh, it's such a good time to be around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I think we should jump to uh, Merch Madness. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, we have some segments on our show that we're going to move to now if you'll feel Indulge us. All right. All right. This is uh, a Josh Kaufman edition of Merch Madness. So, Josh, uh, we just met, but I collect show merchandise. I'm a huge show nerd. All right. <laughs> so, um, you get your own special edition of Merch Madness where I review merchandise from shows you've been in. <laughs> 
in a versus format, just much like a much like a voice battle. Excellent. They're both Team Josh, but okay. only one will win. Right. <laughs> and nobody's getting stolen. Uh, <laughs> they're just going home. Yeah, they're just going to go home, unfortunately, with me, though. Okay. So they, they have a good home. All right, so we'll start with what we were talking about with uh, our Home for the Holidays shirt. Right. So this is a nice, like, light blue. You yes. know, it's very, like, snow, snow colors, a light blue with a good textured fabric here. And then we have the Home for the Holidays logo in white across. Uh, I like this shirt. It's, it's so like, fresh, you this. might have not even worn it yet, have you? I know, I haven't worn it yet. I did try it on to see the fit. Um, but this, I like this shirt a lot. I like the color. I never see this like bright blue in show merchandise. It's really, really nice. And um, I love, I don't have a lot of Christmas show shirts, exactly, yeah. you know? So um, so this is uh, brings a lot to my collection. I enjoy the font very much. I do. I love the logo. Yeah. I do kind of wish it were in a gold foil. To be honest, I, I wish know. it were okay. I wish it were the gold that's on the in the logo yeah, itself. Um, I can but see that. Yeah. but I do I do really love the color and uh, and I like how like the font is a little like distressed. It looks like it's been you know it's home. It's, it's like, like yeah, it's homey. It's yeah, cozy. Yeah. Weathered, yeah. And then I have my shirt from the Pippin Revival, right? Which uh, is an is a is a navy. It has the uh, the logo. It's a classic logo shirt. Got our red letters with the teal background. You can kind of see the uh, the circusy print right. fading in and out of the teal. I really like this shirt. It brings me back to seeing Pippin, and I like rushed it. I was mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. front row against the stage, like <laughs> so close, and then. Um, the girl in the ensemble with the red hair, who is like also a chicken, oh, right. like was like making eyes with me the whole show. So that was really fun. Um, so I pulled our audience uh-huh. on my personal Instagram. Pippin received seventy-two percent of the vote. Home for wow. the holidays with twenty-eight percent. And on our Equity One podcast Instagram, that's Equity One podcast on Instagram. Interesting. Home for the Holidays won 60% of the vote, and Pippin won 40%. Our audience is divided. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. uh, (laughs) But the final decision is mine. (laughs) And this week, the winner of Merch Madness is my Pippin shirt. It's a strong shirt. It's a really strong shirt. It's a classic logo shirt. And it really just, it really does, like, bring me back to, to seeing the show with my huge backpack that I had because, you know, you're, you were, I was on day. spring break or something, traveling all day. You know, my backpack didn't fit against uh-huh. my legs and the stage. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Pippin is the winner of this week's Brings Madness. Let's keeping on with like Pippin Game Circus. Let's move on to oh, our yes, our game. We um, always like to end with a nice survey, uh, nice rapid fire. Rapid question. fire questions. Uh, First thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, don't stress. Sometimes okay. it's a question. Sometimes it's not. Okay. Then let me know what you think. Okay. Ready? Alright. Last thing you ate. A smoothie. From what I was eating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a Cliff Bar. Uh, from uh, fresh. From hell, is that what it's called? Yeah, on Forty um, Seventh, yes. right across yeah, from the Duke of yeah. Shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We yeah. used to work across the street. Yeah, a smoothie, okay. especially before a show. Yeah, mm-hmm. pre-show ritual. Uh, just relaxing, like and being and just being still in my dressing room for like a little bit. Like I need, I need like I can't just go in there and start getting ready. I just need like ten minutes to just sit and be calm and then and then get myself going. Cool, yeah. cool. Uh, TV show you love right now? Uh, wow, okay. Does, do Netflix shows count? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That um, is TV now. Are they nominated they, for yeah. Emmys? Do they win they Emmys? Yes. Okay, all right. Well, then I'll be like everybody else and go with Stranger Things. Yeah. Okay. I haven't started season two yet. Okay, it's, mm-hmm. in my opinion, not as good as season one, but I, I saw some criticism of it, and I don't think it's as bad as the criticism. Okay, I, saw, I, mean, I really still like it. I thought it was still really. I good. couldn't get into it. But oh really? I, but I understand the the appeal. Yeah, yeah so totally. for me. Um, what do your kids want for Christmas? What are they asking uh, Santa for? Um, my kids are ridiculous because they think Santa is all powerful. And yeah, they're not as crazy she as is, they were. But... 
They're not as crazy as they were a year or two ago. They, my my son asked for a time machine. Oh. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> they were asking for, like, real, live, like, animals, like, families of animals. Um, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. <laughs> so I think my son wants something called a Sphero? I don't really know what See, it is. I don't know what any I of the toys, any toys are. are anymore. I know. Yeah, it's I don't know. Is it, it like the big toy of the season or something? I don't know. He, is it that Star Wars thing that rolls around? It's a it's a sphere and it like I don't even he said it like kind of like moves around and stuff. I don't know. It, it he described it and I still didn't understand it. So All right. Well, maybe Santa. But he wants it. it. And my uh, my uh, daughter, a couple of my daughters. They they always want like they always love stuffed animals they have like, they love uh-huh. animals so like stuffed like a build-a-bear do you you build-a-bear they yeah they love to do the build-a-bear thing yeah. for sure they yeah. actually just recently did that with my with my parents when mm-hmm. they were in town so well they're not a sponsor but if they want, <laughs> we'll talk about them more that's okay <laughs> um best album you ever bought best album i ever bought oh man that's really hard um there's so many coming to mind or follow up, maybe like first album you bought with your own money. Like, yeah, first album I you know, like saved up your allowance. The first album I bought with my own money was probably uh, the the Christian rock band Petra. Okay. From mm. the '80s. Okay. Work. Yeah. Um, best album I ever bought. It, it's there. I could I could I could go with a few, but I mean. Right now, today, they won't get their feelings hurt. Miles Davis, kind of blue. Okay. He's right up there, for sure. What was your first survival job? First what? Survival job. Oh, um... Like, job and whatever. Yeah, uh, it was... It was McDonald's. Wow. Amazing. I worked at a McDonald's, yeah. Cash register? No, I worked in the back making food. Your cook? Yeah, just... You know who else did that? Ross Matthews. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of... A lot of... People, you know, yeah. He said it was great. What did you learn working at McDonald's? What did I learn working at McDonald's? Um, I began to learn how much I hate jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Home Alone, Elf, or A Muppet's Christmas Carol? Oh wow. Uh, elf. Elf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two. This is two parter. Spotify or Apple Music? Mm, Apple Music. Okay. Yeah. And then a last song you played on your phone. Song I played on my phone was. Let me think about that. Uh, it was last night, and it was. Uh, um, Lost Cause um, from Beck Sea Change. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of Midwesting, and I don't know if it's gonna come play because you said you're vegan now, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Max and Irma's, Steak and Shake, or Cracker Barrel? Wow. Okay. Um, Do you know all three? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if I were going with one or the other, probably Max and Irma's. Me too. Yes, yes. Sunday yeah. bar all the way. They had that Beetlejuice <laughs> drink with the gummy worms on top yes. of it. Yes, those milkshakes are lit. Yeah, and I would They're always so get... Um, fajitas, because they would come out sizzling. No, I'd get a burger. No, fajitas. Um, so, how do you curb a cold? Like, you feel a cold coming on? Um, emergency. Um, the stuff called Wellness Formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, I can't remember the brand that makes me find it, like Whole Foods and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then just sleep. Yeah, <laughs> lots of sleep. Okay, best Pippin moment. Uh, best Pippin moment. Hmm. too because I think of a ton of different things um I think maybe just like getting to the point where like I like 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 I said it's such a physical show like just realizing that like hey I can do all of these things yeah. you know sure <laughs> all of these things that are required to like do this I can actually do all of them <laughs> hey, <laughs> to follow up on that did, did anyone come to the show that like rocked your socks um. If not, that's okay. I'm trying to think. Well, the one, the when you say that, the thing that it makes me think of is that, uh, uh, you know, it was pretty soon after I was on The Voice, mm-hmm. and Usher was in town. <gasps> 
but he went to Hamilton instead. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> understandable. Yeah, it's understandable. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it is understandable. <laughs> okay, uh, go-to karaoke song. Uh, let's see, go-to karaoke. That would probably have to be, I mean, whatever whatever Stevie is on. <laughs> okay, sure, okay, whatever yeah. they have. <laughs> okay, favorite Christmas thing in the city? Um, favorite Christmas thing in the city? Um, for the holidays. <laughs> I was about to say hello. <laughs> sell it, sell it. Okay. Love the show. show. So what do you splurge on at Whole Foods? Uh, what do I splurge on at Whole Foods? Um, the, uh, the, like, the hot food bar? The bar, yeah. yeah. Like, That's like $10 stuff. a yeah. pound. <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Rock, paper, or scissors? Um, scissors? Okay. Ooh, questionable. <laughs> I don't know. They just feel stronger. Or sure. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, perfect day off. Um, not having anything that I have to do and reading. Great. What are you reading right now? Uh, I <laughs> I am reading uh, the epistemology and skepticism entries from the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Oh my god. <laughs> Me too. I read that as well. We will discuss that. The best seller. We will discuss that later. Okay, okay. Uh, a place you want to visit? Um, Italy. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, your New Year's resolution. Uh, I don't do them. Great. Great. <laughs> All right. And then uh, with that, like, any last words or advice or thoughts? Because we have a lot of listeners that are, you know, um, college students, college students, aspiring performers in in the entertainment industry. Okay. Anything you you uh, any impart last words? Um, I guess I mean anything I would say like to somebody like that is just that like, um, the thing that I've kind of discovered and realized or whatever at having having gone through the whole process of being on a show like the voice and 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 seeing what opportunities arise is that like regardless of what you end up doing and 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 what opportunities come up and where you happen to find yourself you just always have to keep like working yeah, <laughs> you know like no matter clear. what it doesn't ever get like easy you know sure um and, and i and i also think like um you know, uh, the thing that I've found is, you know, no matter who you meet and what contacts you make, there are a lot of times you end up being better off working working with people that you know and that you can trust, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And, and and sometimes that's, even, even if you have, like, maybe something that looks better, you're going to end up with a better result with those people that you... You, you have a history with and that you know. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a great great advice with your stick with your team. Yeah, exactly. Well, Josh, thanks so much for um, being on our show. Where can they find you on social media? Where can they find your EP? <coughs> yep, uh, it's uh, I'm on on social media. I'm, I am Josh Kaufman. Um, you can find me on all the normal places. <laughs> um, my EP again is kind of the same thing. All the usual, like it's on. Um, iTunes and Spotify and, and everywhere you would normally go go looking for music online um, and there will be new stuff really soon too, hey, so that's very exciting so stay tuned and also head on over to the August, August Wilson that's right to when, see Home for the Holidays before December 30th, 30th. Yep. and uh, check out Home for the Holidays it's a great concert great voices and yes. it'll get you in the Christmas spirit that's um you know what else you can find on iTunes? You can find us at Equity One Podcast on uh, the podcast app on your phone. You can also find us on Instagram at Equity One Podcast, Twitter as well at Equity One underscore. Yes, and while you're on iTunes, leave us a five star rating and review. Uh, <laughs> Caleb, where can they find you? They can find me at Caleb Dickey. That's C A L E B D I C K E. And Elliot, where can we find your? You know what? You can at? find me on everything at Elliot Maddox. That's my name. Josh, thanks very much. Yeah, thank and you. And until that, next time, cheers. cheers. We had it all. Overflowing love like a waterfall. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.